Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast. Today is Thursday, July 16th. This is episode number 959. And today we're going to look at three big distractions from the book of Mark and how the word of God can center you and help you in the age of the Rona. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So thanks for tuning in today, you guys. Couple of things before I get started. First of all, Faith That Speaks is coming to Bristol, Indiana. That's right. My women's conference, Faith That Speaks, coming to Bristol. That's about three hours north of Indianapolis. So all my friends in Chicago, Grand Rapids, Milwaukee, Detroit, and even Cleveland, you guys, come and join us. This is happening September 11th and 12th, and tickets are on sale right now. You can go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events for more information. Also, there's a fantastic online conference coming up July 27th through August 1st. You guys may have already heard me mention the Reimagine Education Conference and all the great resources that they are going to be offering. I'm going to be speaking and will be joined by some of my favorite people. So come in here out to schedule your day, choose courses that's going to engage your children and learn techniques to embrace harmony in your home. For more information, go to my events page at HeidiStJohn.com or click on the show notes at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. So I have been thinking about... uh, well, first of all, there's so much going on in the culture right now, right? Uh, we heard Walmart yesterday saying that they're going to require everybody to wear masks. And I'm hearing from a lot of you who are really struggling with anxiety and depression, and it is real. I know that it's real. And I wanted to just come on here. Th- Tuesdays and Thursdays are kind of my day to just give you guys a little shot on the arm. And I was reading this today, and I want to see if it resonates with you like it did with me. Listen to this, Mark chapter four, verse 19. But the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth and the desires for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful. You guys, this came from the Lord Jesus uh, forever ago to a world that didn't have the kinds of distractions that we have right now. They weren't dealing with social media. They weren't dealing with technology. They didn't have television, but Jesus was able to step into their lives and point out something about our humanity that still rings true today. Jesus could put his finger on the pulse of how the people were feeling and in so doing reminded us that he is the Prince of Peace. He talked about the worries of this life. And if there's anything we're struggling with right now, worry is at the top of the list, isn't it? We were worried about the Rona and now we're worried about uh, the the financial, you know, an impending financial collapse that we see looming many of us on the horizon. And we start to forget that God is in control. We start to think maybe he can't control it. Maybe it's going to turn out badly and God is taken by surprise. You guys, nothing that is happening around us right now is taking our God by surprise. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't plan and we're not careful and that we're not prayerful, but it means that we don't uh, live in this constant state of worry. You see, the things that we worry about, uh, God says, I want to help you with them, whether it's your job or whether it's fear of uh, a virus or fear of losing your job or fear of finances or whatever it is. God said, I want to help you with this. And I love that Jesus so tenderly reminded us, hey, listen, the worries of this life, 
dude, you guys, um, don't hang out in that place because it chokes out my spirit. Uh, the word in this verse is another word for Jesus, right? So when we say things choke the word in us, Jesus is the word. And the word, the Bible says, lives in us and through us. And when things are distracting us, uh, when we're so consumed with what's happening around us that we no longer can find peace and joy, it's time to step back from that. The next thing that Jesus points out is the deceitfulness of wealth. I think it's interesting, you know, at the beginning of this, at the beginning of the Rona, when I was first talking about it, I, uh, people started asking me then, do you think our nation is under judgment? And I said at the time, I really believe that God is trying to get our attention. If sports was your thing, it's gone. If you love to go to the movie theaters, it's gone. If your idol was being able to uh, enjoy financial liberty, maybe that part is not available to you right now because your job has been scaled back. I talked to an RN the other day, really sweet woman, who said that their hospital is nearly empty right now and they're laying people off. I know for myself, uh, to have my speaking season canceled has had a pretty big financial impact on our family. But the Lord says that wealth is deceitful. And deceit happens when something leads us to believe that this is something that we can actually rely on. And what we're learning right now is we can't rely on those things. Wealth is deceitful. Wealth says, uh, wealth says get more of me and uh, everything's going to be great. If you can just acquire wealth, everything will be fine. And something we're learning in the middle of this right now is that we can't depend on money. We can't depend on our wealth. What do we want to do? We want to turn that dependence back to the Lord. I think he is, I was thinking, you know, what are some silver linings of the Rona? Lord, please show me some silver linings of the Rona. And one thing's for sure. And we were talking about this at, at the Bible study at MomStrong International. You know, I teach on Wednesdays. And yesterday I had written down some things that the Rona is teaching me. And one of them is the things in this life are fleeting. And the Lord is saying, I want to be your first love. I want to be the one that you come to for help. I want to be uh, the one that gets the glory for things in your life. And I think it's very easy for us, isn't it? Is it easy for you guys? Because it's easy for me to get uh, into a habit of feeling like, I'm going to make this happen. It's about me and about what God's asked me to do. And we forget that God is in control. And when things around you feel out of control, the Lord of heaven's armies, who has not moved, he does not change. There is no shifting shadow with him. He's saying, come back to me, come back to your first love. The third thing that we notice in this passage is the desire for other things that Jesus says can choke out the word. You see, we can only think usually about one thing at a time, right? I mean, really, when we're multitasking, at least for me, I can multitask pretty successfully and there's lots of things I can do at once. I mean, mothers have to be multitaskers, right? As a general rule, this is how it goes. But the truth of the matter is very, very simple. We don't do everything well when we're doing everything at once. And so let's listen to the verse again with that in mind. But the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desire for other things come in and choke out the word, making it unfruitful. And so if you're feeling like you're struggling in your relationship with the Lord right now, this is a really simple barometer to look at. Are we focused on the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, the desire for other things? Are we having a hard time being present? I've been having a hard time being present. 
because I have, I'm, I'm so, uh, I'm so interested and I'm so easily drawn into what's happening right now around us. And I'm going to encourage you guys to be present for your marriage, be present for your children. I'm just talking to myself right now. Actually, I can just turn it off. I'm going to keep talking to myself. And so being present for my marriage means closing my phone. It means being an active listener. It means being interested in, uh, in whatever my spouse is talking about and what the things that my children are bringing to us right? We want to be present for those things. We don't want the things of this world to choke out the word in us. Remember, Jesus is the word, all right? And oftentimes we push him to the back of our minds. And the Bible says when that happens, we're not being fruitful. And I'll just be honest. I think when we are in situations like this, at least when I get tired and feel discouraged, uh, it's hard for me to open my Bible because it feels like it takes energy. You guys, it is a battle. It is a battle. And so if you're struggling right now to open the word, if you just feel so discouraged, if you feel so burdened that you're just having a hard time even praying and bringing things to the Lord, can I just encourage you right now? That is the adversary who wants to create distance between you and the creator and lover of your soul. Jesus is saying, I want to be right here in the midst of all of this, right here. And the answer to all of this stuff is to invite Jesus into everything. When you feel like you're cascading and careening into that place of worry, into that frustration, into that feeling of helplessness, when your mind wanders and you worry about finances, ask the Lord to provide for you. It's not wrong to prepare for things. Preparing is good. Panic is sin. Worry can easily become sin. Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough trouble of its own, doesn't it? Right? And so let's bring our minds back to Jesus today and turn to him in prayer. Isaiah uh, 26, verse 3 says, You will keep in perfect peace whose minds are steadfast. Why? Because they trust in you. That's the Lord of Heaven's army saying, I'm going to keep your mind uh, so at peace when you focus on me that you are going to be uh, at peace a steadfast place for your children in the middle of this storm. And that's what we want to be, isn't it? We want to be this steadfast, uh, the steadfast place. I was in, I can't remember what store I was in the other day, but I don't wear the mask. I've told you guys before, it creates such anxiety in me. I just straight up can't do it. And so I'm going to be the token person who is in the store and isn't wearing the mask. And uh, someone yelled at me just for no reason at all. And people are being terrible right now. They're just being terrible. And this is bringing out the worst in us. And so my encouragement, my exhortation to you is the same one the Lord gave to me today. And that's to say, let's be the best that we can be. And as much as it's possible right now to uh, turn a, a harsh word away with a soft answer, and let's see what the Lord will do. Uh, before I leave today, this is Thursday. So this is my little shot in the arm for you guys. I wanted to let you know about something that my family and I are doing. So I'm going to be traveling to Orlando. I've decided I'm not going to be flying anymore this season if I can help it. So I'm going to be traveling to Orlando. Our family is going to be driving there and we're going to be doing something called, uh, the mom strong international Heidi St. John pop-up shop. We're going to be popping up at different places along our route and you can follow us. 
podcast. And so follow me, especially on Instagram. That's where I'm going to be trying to update you as to where we'll be. And we're going to make about an hour and a half pit stop. So we'll try to let you guys know where we're going to be. Um, I'll have books for sale for you guys to uh, to purchase if you want to. The new t-shirts are there. All the things that we were going to have out on the road. We just decided since we got to drive, we might as well meet some of you guys on the road. So we're really looking forward to that. My husband and I and our three youngest daughters are going to be on the road. We'd appreciate your prayers just for travel mercies and for provision as we drive from Vancouver, Washington, all the way to Orlando. And then we'll be going up the Eastern seaboard uh, and uh, we'll be working with Teach Them Diligently and several other things that are happening along the Eastern seaboard before we come home in time for my son Skylar's wedding, which is happening in the middle of August. So we appreciate your prayers. The podcast is not going to come to you from the studio. I'm going to be recording it online. So pray for that too. As we kind of, uh, as we travel and try to figure this out for our family, but we're looking forward to seeing a lot of you on the road in the next couple of weeks and uh, say hello and tell us where you are. So you can track us at, uh, Heidi St. John at Instagram and we're going to keep you guys posted. All right. Let's have a little bit of fun. If you're out anywhere on where my journey is taking me, where we make a stop, we would sure love to meet you. We really appreciate you guys. We appreciate your prayers. I know this has been a difficult season, but I believe the Lord is at work. He is always at work. And he promises you guys, you are never out of his, out of his mind. You were never far from his heart. He is your heavenly father and he loves you. So let's encourage each other today. Let's smile at somebody that we see uh, who is crabby (laughs) in the store today. Shouldn't be too hard to find someone like that. So let's be uh, the fragrance of Christ to a world in desperate need of the gospel this, this day and for uh, the weekend as well. You guys, I'm excited because tomorrow I've got a very special guest on the show with me today. My friend Mark Brotherton just finished a brand new book and I'm going to be interviewing him along with the Medal of Honor recipient. Uh, You guys are going to be blown away by this interview. I can't wait to air it for you and that will be tomorrow. So we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Have a great day and I'll see you back here tomorrow. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.